everybody, this is episode 450 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, yes, Monday, March 26th, holy crap, god, that was awful. I'm your host, Mark Nunez. Um I'm not going to talk about Into the Breach, really, except I kind of am, in that I have finally... But before I get to all that, let me just say what else. I'm going to talk about the Justice League, or just Justice League. Because <laughs> that's, I saw that. I watched it. And it's not the Justice League. It's just Justice League. And then also Sea of Thieves, because I played it. And for the first time, I played it with a friend. And guess what? It is a million, bajillion, quadrillion times better with a friend. With someone you know. I'm sure, like I said, you could you could get lucky with a stranger or maybe looking for a club. But with a friend you know and love, whoo, good times. Good times. Anyway, into the breach. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm adoring the game. I'm a little over 30 hours into it now. I've, I am making it my goal by April. Or during the month of April. I don't think I can do it before April begins. I want to make it my most played game on Steam. Which won't be hard to do. Because my most played game on Steam is Star Drive at 60 hours. And the funny thing about that game is... I don't remember playing any of it. I, I don't remember Star Drive at all. I saw the screenshots and I'm like, oh, there are all these like animal people. It looks kind of familiar don't remember playing it at all definitely don't remember playing it for 60 hours and then i think the number two is <laughs> very solitaire because everyone knows i love i love my solitaire uh if if fair way solitaire was on steam ooh, i would never catch that uh or <laughs> if gems of war was only on steam and not on xbox then that would be whatever how many thousands of hours but into the breach i have unlocked every single squad Almost. Because when you unlock them all, you get a little thing that says, Oh, there's a secret squad. Ho ho. And you get that. You get enough gold to buy it when you unlock every achievement. So when I'm going to unlock that, who knows? Because you have to beat it on hard. And there might be another thing where you have to beat it on hard doing this or that. But I don't know what the the squad is. I haven't looked it up because I don't need to look it up. I know what it is because I can tell. I mean... What other squad are they going to have other than one that is VEC related? Maybe it's just the VEC and you get to play as the bugs. Or maybe it's some kind of mechs that have VEC powers or some gobbly gloop. But I am 100% certain without knowing for sure that the new, the secret squad is some VEC related nonsense. But I've been playing it quite a lot. And loving every second of it. I just, I love the way new squads give you new ways to play the game and the way the achievements for each squad, they kind of push you into strategic directions and give you some ideas on how you can best utilize a team. They'll say, hey, why don't you try and do this? Because this, this is something that is really good with this squad. This is one of their special abilities and something that makes them unique and powerful so why not try and utilize it and so i'm currently going through with the uh, flame behemoths which are the uh, 
flame, obviously, the, the fire squad, which is they're impervious to fire and they're all about fire and causing fires and damaging the Vec with fire. And I, I'm not, I'm, I'm coming around to them, but they're definitely a more defensive team. They're not great offensively because <clears throat> one of the the mechs, the like humanoid one, the robotic one, is it can punch enemies and light them on fire, but it can't damage an enemy until they're on fire. So that first attack won't do any damage. You can push them away and light them on fire, and of course fire does one damage uh, after every turn. Then there is like their mortar one who can just light a space on fire and then push everything around it, which is okay. But the, the one that is actually the least offensive, but the most powerful, really, especially when you upgrade its ability, is its flying mech, which can switch places with an enemy within a certain space. In the very beginning, before you upgrade his abilities, he can only switch places with someone who is adjacent to him, one space. But if you upgrade it to its full potential, they could be four spaces away. And why this is so powerful is because, one, it's a flying mech. So over water, it can still act. It can still use its ability. Uh, something that's grounded is unable to do anything in water. So you can fly over some water or in open space uh, where, you know, Earthquake was. Or you can fly on top of a place that will be hit by a tidal wave or volcanic eruption, etc., some kind of uh, environmental hazard, and go there and then switch places with one of the enemies. And if it's an enemy that can't swim or whatever, or uh, you're going into lava, they're dead, automatic kill. And that, that's great for super powerful enemies. And the same goes with the environmental hazards. Since those go first, those are first in the turn order, whether or not they have an attack doesn't matter because... They're going to die before they get to do that. So that particular mech is super powerful. And then I, I don't know if I've tried all the other ones, but yeah, the Steel Judica, they're, they're, the Frozen Titans, they're, they're interesting. A lot of freezing things, but I, I haven't messed with randomized squads yet. I did go, I did do a playthrough of just a squad full of the punchers. <laughs> From the very first, from the Rift Walkers, and that was that was interesting. What sucks is I've beaten the game now, not on hard yet, but I've beaten it, clearing four islands and clearing two islands. But every time I clear just three islands and then go to the final battle, I lose every time, and I make it. I get through the first area pretty well. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't lose too much power or anything. Then I get in the second ground, and it just it turns into a disaster every single time. I've failed, failed, failed. It's driving me nuts. I don't know why. I don't know why it's happening. I've done it with two islands and little upgrades. Though I think I, think I could have done it with my squad of punchers, except on that playthrough, I was... I was trying to get a bunch of achievements to unlock the final squad where I basically wasn't upgrading any weapons or getting any weapon modifications of any kind. So I was just putting all of my reputation points into power and all that stuff, which frustrated me because I had my power up to like 40% and barely ever dodged. 
just wasn't my it wasn't my day but that's enough into the breach you already know it's an amazing game and you should buy it you should because it's fantastic so moving on from that to sea of thieves i have played the game many times by myself and i have not enjoyed it played it with strangers and have not enjoyed it have not had good experiences but yesterday i played with my good friend justin who i haven't played a game together with in a very very long time how long you ask it hasn't been since destiny not destiny 2 no destiny numero uno. <laughs> oh boy so, it's been a while. We chatted on Xbox Live, but we haven't played a game together in forever because I, I definitely wasn't going to get Destiny 2. And he plays a lot of NBA 2K, and I get those games when they're like a year old. And anyway, either way, he would whoop my ass, I'm sure, because he's big into it. And I'm, I like playing the career modes. I don't need to be competitive in those games. So, we played some Sea of Thieves. And when I say we played some, we played a little over two and a half hours. If you want to watch an hour and a half of us playing together and barfing on each other and me getting drunk a lot and finding some shipwrecks and getting a lot of booty and making some money and a ship exploding out of nowhere, <laughs> you should check out that video. It's on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. It's the Sea of Thieves colon pixelated longplay video. Or it's just a video that's an hour and a half long. It's not hard to find. It's not hard. It's uh, impossible to miss. But we played for a long time, and we had a good time. It is a very fun chat room game. Much I enjoyed it a lot more than Destiny because Destiny was just this constant loop of just doing the same thing over and over again, getting your uh, your XP, using it on whatever, um, you know, upgrading characters maybe finding some new weapons or whatever. And nothing really exciting or out of the ordinary ever happened. But in Sea of Thieves, at least you have that excitement of maybe coming across another group of players or finding a shipwreck or what have you. And so, and there's there's silly things in the game you can do, like getting drunk. I really enjoyed getting drunk, and I loved finding out that when I got drunk and started playing one of the instruments, it sounded like shit. I, I love the hell out of that. Um, I like that you can barf into a bucket and then throw it on your friend. And when you get barfed on, it basically covers most of your screen. It's like getting slimed. And it's disgusting, but it's also awesome. And I especially love finding the shipwrecks. We found a few of them. Those are just kind of fun because you're just going on your journey. You stumble across like a little the mass uh, poking out of the water or whatever. And then you're like, huh. Oh, I think that's a shipwreck, and then you go underwater, and you find some stuff. And in both cases, I think there might have been one stinker in there, but usually two of the things are pretty good. And so you take those and return them, and that's awesome. And then we ran into a few jokers. Uh, one person got onto our ship at one of the outposts. And it's a safe zone, so nothing. we didn't really realize that, oh yeah, we can't kill him. But he was just running around our shit, doing nothing. He wasn't trying to steal anything. He wasn't fighting back. He was just being a goofball 
and it was driving me nuts. Eventually, we got onto his ship and started sailing away. He still got onto it as well. We got out of the outpost in the safe zone, killed him. Then we realized after he spawned back on the ship that when your ship doesn't go down, there's no shipwreck, you just die. You just spawn back on the ship. So he spawned back, we killed him, and then we're like, Okay, well, let's just let's just forget it. Let's go back to our ship because we don't want to deal with this guy constantly respawning on the ship. So this is this is not worth it. Um, so before we could do that, the ship just exploded. I I could hear, and so did my friend Justin here. You just hear like boom, 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 and it's just explosion, explosion, explosion. Not a loud explosion, but just like a cannonball breaking the ship but over and over and over and over and over again. And it just littered the entire ship all around. I, there had to be 20-plus holes in the ship. And Justin said it's because you can shoot the cannon down into the ship and blow it up. That's not the case because I tried doing that later. That doesn't work. And also, I did not see Mr. Whatever-His-Name do that. So I knew that wasn't true. And I tried shooting a hole or blowing up the cannonball barrels on our ship later. That didn't work either. So I don't know what the hell happened. But it freaked me out. And the ship just went straight on. And I remember when it happened, he's like, oh, come on, start patching these holes. You gotta keep this ship from going on. I'm like, you fucking nuts? You see how many holes are here? There's no way we're gonna do that. And the ship went under. And then we met up with our mer lady and got back to our ship. And went on more voyages and we also later ran into another person who i think maybe shot at our ship and then rammed it or rammed they're just i don't know what they did they just kind of did something ditched their ship then came on our ship then we killed them and their ship went under but our ship went under too I had a skull. It was just a crazy thing that happened. It was just a big suicide event. We got him, though, and he did not get our booty, and that was great. But then it took us forever to find the other person we were looking for on that island to kill and get their skull. But I will will say that Sea of Thieves is fun with another person. But it's not fun because the game is full of content and things to do. It's fun because... A bunch of bullshit can happen in the game. And if you're with good company, then you're going to enjoy it. You'll probably enjoy it. You know, I can... I mean, I enjoyed playing Destiny with Justin. But at for a point, I was like, I don't want to keep playing Destiny, so I'm, I'm going to refuse to play with you. But for me, I'm pretty sure anything would be fun if I'm playing it with Justin. Because he's one of my most favorite people. So, yeah getting to hang out and chat with them about bullshit or whatever is fun and in sea of thieves having silly things you can do like throw up on each other and having fun things like playing music together and stuff like that yeah that's gonna be fun with the right people so see if these is something i'll probably now stick with solely because he's really into it and because of that I'm willing to stick it out some more. And also, I, I one of the things I don't like doing in Sea of Thieves is doing all the work with a ship on my own. And 
he's 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 captain. I don't need to do any shit. He's just like, hey, this is where we're going. I'm like, fine. I'll raise the anchor. I'll lower it when you tell me to lower it. I'll, you know, raise and lower the sail and move it so I can catch the wind and tell you, oh, wait, you're going. You should turn a little to the left or starboard port, whatever the hell you fucking pirates say. You you, you wankers. (laughs) But, yeah. Also, great way to make gold is he gets the voyages. He pays for the voyages. He brings them out on it. But it's like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And then we go and we do it. And then we get we get some money. We made, I don't know, maybe close to 4,000 gold yesterday. So that, but that was a good day. Good day. And playing with him for the first time in a, a long time was a great day. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So yeah, Sea of Thieves. What is it surprising to hear that it's it's a much more fun with another person? No. So I've I've told you in that I don't know how many minutes, five, seven minutes, nothing you haven't already heard before and didn't already know. But what you may definitely already know is that Justice League is not good. Justice League is tonally weird. And I'm sure it's in large part because of Joss Whedon coming in after uh, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide, which was incredibly sad when that happened. Um, but yeah, the the Whedonisms in Justice League are almost always weird and don't fit the vibe of the majority of the movie and the tone of the universe as it's been built to this point. And of course, it sure seems like the universe is just going to explode and be redone all over again. But there were plenty of Whedonisms in there that were just like, oh, this is this is not good. Um, the one that stands out the most that just did not fit the scene or the mood and was just weird in general is when... Uh, uh, what is her name? Martha Kent was talking to Lois Lane about... I don't know. I think they were just they were just chatting and you know talking about how Clark's gone or whatever and he wanted her to do her job or whatever. She's having a, a tough time still getting back to work after Superman died and all that and Martha says something like, "Yeah, he he was uh, he was, uh, he always believed in you. He always said you were the thirstiest person he knew." And then Lois is like, and it's like no no the hungriest 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 is like uh, i'm like who like martha accidentally saying lois is thirsty is so ridiculous and in that scene tonally weird as fuck and just did not fit the mood was so off-putting i mean it took me out of the scene it took me out of the moment i was like what I'm like, because when she said it, I had the same kind of reaction as Lois did, but more extreme. I was like, huh? And there are just things like that throughout that just, I, I, I forget there was something else later in it. And I think, I'm, I'm curious to know all of the things he did add. Because there are parts where Batman says something 
more comedic, and I'm wondering if all of those were Whedonisms or what maybe Zack Snyder did have in there. You know, I can't tell with The Flash, who was just terrible in general. I don't think he said anything that was actually clever or funny. Uh, he was just annoying and stupid and and said garbage the whole time. Um, but I think there was something, I can't remember now, though, that I feel like is a worthy rival to the you know what happens when a toad is electrocuted? The same thing that happens to everything else. There's something close to that. But I thought Aquaman was just weird. Very weird. I don't know anything about the character. So I don't know if this is like a version of Aquaman that exists. But he just felt weird. I don't. I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say about him. I, that he just seemed really. He just seemed like an odd character, and I don't know if I liked him or not. He just. He did not seem like he belonged, or did not seem like he should be Aquaman. Even though I have no idea how Aquaman should seem to be, and I mean Wonder Woman was pretty good, and Batman was uh, whatever. I don't. I, I feel like Ben Affleck could be a, a good Batman, but he seems almost kind of like an elderly, dumbfounded Batman that is oddly off. I, I think where the movie surprisingly succeeded the most was with Cyborg. That's his That's his character's name, right? Who I thought was going to be a throwaway piece of trash character. Like, look at this. He looks so stupid. I still don't like the way he looks all that much, but... I thought he was one of the better characters of the the film, and someone who I was like, oh, I actually kind of, I like I like him. I, I wouldn't mind getting to know him a bit more. And the villain was also garbage, and it just <laughs> it looked like a, a, a Warframe character. And I guess Steppenwolf is a real character, but being in Chicago and all that and the history, Steppenwolf. Just, it's weird hearing that as a character name. But, you know, I don't know what came first. But yeah, Justice League was pretty meh. And I, I even think the, the final act or final 20 or so minutes where they're all fighting and everything wasn't that great. Also, yeah, the, the Superman mustache thing is weird. When, he, when they resurrect him, he seems weird, but then when he gets his memories back or whatever, he doesn't seem to have really recovered all that much or changed that much. He still seems kind of robotic and weird, and he's, he talks. I feel like he's talking a bit weird. I don't know. It's all weird. Weird, weird, weird. I don't know. I, I would love to see Zack Snyder's cut of the film because I I think... While I'm sure there are plenty of people who, like, huge Whedon fans loved all the Whedonisms. And like, oh, this is so funny. This is what I want out of my movie. I, to me, it just made, it did not fit the universe as it's been built, uh, what it's been built to this day. So, I, I, I think maybe some people, or a lot of people, wouldn't prefer the Snyder cut. But I think, to me, it would just be a, a more tonally even cut that I would much rather like to see. Um, other than that, got nothing. I, I played through the unfinished one, and 
That'll be talked about on the inaugural episode of Attack the Backlog. Whenever that does go up and everything's ready for that, uh, I am working on editing now the playthrough videos, which will be going up in a few days, probably one uh, one at a time, one per day. There are four of them. It took me about two hours, a little under two hours to finish the game. So you can look forward to that in the near future but that will do it for this episode i did get my shichuichu pass which is incredibly gorgeous i think the art on it is especially lovely this year if you can see it right there though if you're listening to the audio you can't see shit ha 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 it is very pretty very very pretty and it's not in focus but i'm not going to mess with that because who cares but once again i am your host Mark Kuznez, and as always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Minimalist, Steam, all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast platforms around the world, like Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, all that jazz. You can also find this podcast on youtube.com slash pixelated sausage, along with other videos of shenanigans and some anime reviews. I've been posting those, and there are three up currently one for Kokoku, School Babysitters, and the Junji Ito Collection. Uh, also on the site, you can find the art I do or by going over to pxsart.com and checking it out over there. And if you'd like to support the site in general, like the videos, like the podcast, like the art, etc., 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 you don't need to say etc. more than once. What am I doing? Oy. You can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way with a buck to a month so that will do it bye, bye.